Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. I can finally listen to Christmas music because it is, in fact, past Thanksgiving. Everyone who is listening to Christmas music before Thanksgiving and putting up decorations and stuff, wrong. Wrong. Not allowed to. I said so. I'm kidding. But anyway, welcome back to the Gonza Tonight Show. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you can stay updated with when we upload new episodes. Support the page at anchor.fm slash gonzo tonight and follow us on social media at gonzo tonight, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all those good things, all those good apps. Today we're going to be talking about some Christmas controversy, I guess we can call it. And some other things that aren't related to Christmas, but I felt like talking about. Anyway, stay tuned for more. So, John Legend released a Christmas album uh, this year, and on there, on the album, is a remake of the song Baby It's Cold Outside. And I'm sure most of you are familiar with the original song, and Baby It's Cold Outside... So he made he basically did a remake of the song and um basically it is a quote 2019 version of it. So like if I pull up the lyrics here where if I can beautiful lyrics. Um so he basically changes the song and the moral of the the song is that the girl is saying, you know, no, I don't want to stay. I want to go. And uh, instead of trying to convince her to stay, uh, John Legend is basically saying, oh, yeah, go. Like, it's your choice. You don't have to stay. Da, da, da. So it's a very, like, social justice type vibe coming off of it. Um, well, let me see. Where's that one part? Like, she's saying, oh, um, you know, my dad's gonna get worried. My mom's gonna start worrying. I have to go, and he's like, "Oh, let me call your, let me call you a driver." His name is Murray. Like, I don't know why that's important. And he's like actually trying to convince her to go, and then she's like, "Oh, I need to go." And he's like, "Yeah, go." And she's like, "Well, maybe like one more day." And she's like, "Oh, go." So they're going back and forth, and honestly, I'm like, okay, at this point, like John's just basically trying to convince her to leave, and she's like, "Well, she's playing hard to get, basically." Is what <laughs> is what actually ended up happening. Um, so social justice warrior zero, uh, humanity one. I w- I listened to the full song last night for the first time, the new song, and I was just cringing the whole time. Cause I mean, everyone's like bashing the original. Not everyone. The you know that one group of people is bashing the original song because it's sexist or whatever the reason is. They're saying that you know women didn't have a choice or whatever um no women like always had a choice (laughs) 
I'm kidding. No, obviously there were some things that, you know, women could and could not do back in the day. But in relation to the original song, and I'm going to pull up the lyrics here just to review them as well. And once again, like everyone's pretty much familiar with the song. And most most people say that, you know, there's nothing wrong with the song. And especially like the time it was written, which was 1949, like no one thought anything of it. There's a line that says or asks like, what's in this drink? And people were saying, oh, it's, you know, like, uh, what is it? Roofie or something like that. Even though like those things didn't exist back then. So most likely there's alcohol in the drink. Again, this is referring to the original version. There's alcohol in the drink. Like what normal people do. They put alcohol in the drink. And and basically people were criticizing that saying, oh, like, you know, let's change it. And then in John Legend's song, he, she says like, oh, maybe I'll have another drink. And he's like, your body, your choice. And I'm like, uh, I'm just cringing, cringing the whole time because that's like the one phrase that I hate. Like your body, your choice. Like shut up if i hear that one more time like literally if i hear that one more time i'm just gonna lose it my body my choice <sighs> okay anyway uh if those of those of you who are familiar with uh george zimmerman uh, especially if you live in the central florida area you know about this um or in florida in general i guess um so george zimmerman was he, he basically is known for uh, he was a security guard, I guess, like a, not really a security guard, kind of a security guard at his neighborhood. And he saw a black kid, uh, Trayvon Martin, who was, you know, quote, according to him, acting suspicious. And he confronted him. And then he claims that he shot the kid in self-defense. This is like 2012, I want to say. And um, yeah, 2012. So anyway, that that's been you know, that was a whole deal. He, you know, obviously went to court, da, 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 da. And he is now suing Trayvon Martin's family, publishers and prosecutors for a hundred million dollars, um, according to him, because they spread, um, you know, false things about him. They were, um, defaming him and all this stuff. So I'm not, sure how this is going to turn out i didn't i honestly didn't think people took this guy seriously anymore um he had another incident too in lake mary if i'm not mistaken this was like maybe five six years ago he pulled his gun on someone like while he was driving so he went you know back to court for that but this this guy is just I, i feel like at this point he's just doing anything to stay in the spotlight you know as messed up as that is and, you know, it was, it was just a mess to deal with or a mess to, you know, yeah, a mess to deal with. I mean, people were like, some people were like, oh, it was self-defense. Some people were like, it clearly wasn't self-defense. Like, he was just a kid. There were no weapons or anything found um, that belonged to Trayvon, at least. He had, like, some candy in his pocket or something. The only gun that was found was George Zimmerman's. So it's just, it was just a big mess. And I feel like, you know, I just I saw this headline and I was like what like he's filing a hundred million dollar lawsuit against the family uh I don't, I don't know how the judge is going to rule in favor of that that's my opinion 
So those are just a couple of little stories I wanted to talk about real quick. Uh, the John Legend thing and the George Zimmerman case uh, lawsuit. That's what I meant. Um, but I wanted to talk about some crazy theory type stuff. And I talked about this with uh, Ryan McCaffrey. He's been on the show before. And I'm going to do a podcast with him that goes more in depth with these uh, topics and these questions that I have. But basically, the first one that I'm, I'm going to talk about, which is the one that we discussed together, uh, myself and Ryan, is the idea of teleportation. And I know that there's a lot of people out there that think teleportation will never happen. There's some people that think it's possible. But I just want to talk a little bit about just a general idea of you know what teleportation is, what are some things we have to consider that most people don't think of because it's, it's not simple, obviously. Teleporting is not simple. Of course, right now it's non-existent as far as we know. But basically what teleporting is is transporting a person or a thing from where they currently are to a different location. So, for instance, I want to teleport from uh, where I'm sitting right now to, uh, you know, the we- the West Coast. I'm on the East Coast right now. I want to go to somewhere in L.A., let's say. And obviously, there's no possible way to do that right now. And people think that it might be possible in the future. And I'm not sure how exactly that's going to happen. There's some people that say... It would require taking apart, let's say we're teleporting people, to taking apart the atoms and reassembling them in another place. And it's like, my mind doesn't really understand how that can happen. Um, I'm sure there's, I'm not an expert on it, clearly, not the teleportation expert, but there should be, there's some sort of theory on how to take your atoms, take them apart, and put them back together in a completely different location and then i started thinking okay well i'm guessing if you're able to teleport the most realistic way to do it is you get in some sort of you stand on some sort of platform some sort of machine and you have to teleport to a different one because you know you have to start somewhere and then you have to end somewhere else and you can't just go around like teleport i leave this is like the way i see it you can't just you know wear a bracelet that teleports you somewhere else like i don't i feel like that's very out there because the reason too is what's going to prevent me from teleporting into like my neighbor's house and stealing all their stuff like so there has to be limitations not just you know physically but legally so to say so you start on a platform and then you have to teleport to a different platform. So let's say let's say you own let's say you're well off. You own two houses. You own one in here in Florida and then one in California, let's say. I'm in the one in California and the one in uh, California and I'm allowed to teleport from inside my California house to my house in Florida because I have access to both those platforms so to say. But I can't teleport to my neighbor's house. Like I'm restricted from doing that because that's their private property. That's their home. I can't just go in there without being invited, so to say. So then 
let's say I have a teleporter and I want to go to my friend's house. I get on there and my friend has to give me guest access, let's say. So now I'm able to teleport to their house, you know? So stuff like that. That's the stuff I think about. It's always like, okay, well, let's say it is possible because I'm always like willing to say that something's possible. So I'm like, all right, let's say it's possible. What's the next step? We got to make sure that you can't just go like wherever you want. You can't just teleport into someone's house like while they're showering or something like, you know, that's just ultimate creeper, first of all. But that's totally not that shouldn't be legal. I'm like thinking as if this is real. I'm like, okay, teleportation is real. Like, let's do it. Let's come up with the laws right now. That's just the stuff I think of like on my own time. And but we were talking about this, you know, myself and Ryan and he he thinks that he actually told me that he believes teleportation is more likely to happen than flying cars. And that's a different that's a different topic. We'll probably talk about that in the next podcast. But yeah, it's just crazy stuff. And I don't know how scientifically we're able to do that. I kind of want to study it before I talk about it again. Um, again, I'm just going like doing like a brief dummies guide uh, discussion on it. And the other subject I wanted to talk about is time travel now time travel has always been a very interesting one to me because there's also many different theories about how how time travel would work and uh, time travel has always been a big thing in movies uh you know back to the future was like the biggest one and then recently in the avengers uh end game it was a whole big thing about time travel in the movie and everyone was you know kind of some people were kind of confused because the t- the way it worked was different than what they were taught in other movies. So in Back to the Future for instance, you go back in time and anything you do in the past will affect the present/future. But in the Avengers, the the theory was based off of if you go back in time and you change something, it doesn't change your current past or your current present it creates an alternate timeline. So now there's two timelines um, that you've created. So, and that was a big thing in the movie. They had to, they had to basically go back in time, but they couldn't disrupt the timeline. So to say like they had to, once they went back in time, the first time they actually had to go to the present and then go back in time again and put the stones back. If you've seen the movie, you know what I'm talking about. If not, I'm just kind of giving like a very, very dumbed down version of it. But and I, I've often sat there and thought, like, you know, what what type of time travel is the most realistic, so to say? The one where you go back in time and it affects the pa- uh, the present? Or where you go back in time and it creates an alternate timeline? Or even a third theory where if you go back in time, the the timeline is actually set in stone and you can't really change anything? So, for instance, the example I heard on this was if you were to go back in time and, um, you know, let's say you meet your grandfather when he's young, like before he's married, before he married your grandmother. And let's say you you try to kill your grandfather. What most people think is they kill their grandfather and then he never married. So then, you know, your parents weren't born and therefore you weren't born. So you would go basically you wouldn't exist. Some people think you would go to the present and then there'd just be no existence of you, but you yourself would still be there, so to say. Um, and then 
basically what he was saying is if you go back in time, meet your grandfather, and you try to kill him, th- it won't actually let you. Like the the physics of time won't let you do anything. Now you can interact with him and he can interact with you, but since it's such a drastic change in the timeline, it won't let you alter it. Because the timeline is set in stone, so to say. So if you were to try and shoot your grandfather, you could sh- the, the gun would fire, but you would miss. Like, you'd miss every shot, no matter where you were standing, like how close you were standing. That's the theory that I was just listening to. And now I'm thinking, like, shoot, like, what's the... Because I think that going back in time and altering the present... I, that's like the least likely, I guess, when you really look into the physics of time. And I, I guess not the physics of because uh, there's no physics in time, really. It's all theoretical. Um, so looking at it, that's like the least likely theory that you can change the present, so to say. Like you, you know, the butterfly effect, you step on the butterfly and then when you go back to the present, like the English language doesn't exist. That's a whole story you can look up. Look at the butterfly effect. Um and I think this, I, so I'm kind of tied between the alternate ending or alternate timeline time travel versus the, you can't affect it at all. So to say, like, you know, you can't kill your grandfather. You can't go back in time and, um, you know, blow up a building, like, or, uh, blow up, <laughs> let's say you can't, you can't go back in time and, um blow up the world trade center before it was actually blown up in 9-11 so to say um so stuff like that it's just like i'm sitting there thinking about the stuff like first of all obviously we don't know if it's possible but if it was like my i just i enjoy thinking about that stuff like if it was what would be the most likely what would be the consequences what would be the advantages and i feel like with time travel it could easily be consequence like negative consequences and um especially if it falls into you know someone who has bad intentions which if you think about it anyone who's going to time travel to the past is most likely going to try and fix something and that you know let's saying that it could affect the present they're going to go back in time and try and fix something that they did or they they didn't do and that's i guess kind of selfish cuz that could affect the entire timeline it can affect everyone and, you know, I'm a, I am a believer that, you know, once you do, once you do something, it's in the past, it's done. Like, you know, you got to move on. You can't sit there and, you know, regret and wish you could do things differently. You just got to move on. And if time travel did in fact exist, if there was some possible way, it would just be chaotic. I think even if one person had access to it, it would just be chaotic. There's no group like the Avengers that are solely doing it to save the world. Like, no, humans are so humans are just naturally corrupt. Like, it's so easy to corrupt humans, and they're so easily corruptible. It's just insane. People gain like one one sliver of power, and it's all over. It's all over for them. <laughs> oh, also, so. In relation to the Baby It's Cold Outside song, I did a poll on Instagram today um, basically saying which lyrics are better, the original versus the 
2019 version. And let's see, as of right now, let's see, it was posted seven hours ago. So as of right now, it's 54% in favor of the original, 46% in favorable of the new version. So that's actually pretty close. It's closer than I thought, at least. Um, my faith in humanity is somewhat still intact. Because <laughs> when I first did it, it was like heavily leaning towards the new version. And I was like, oh, God. But then I waited like a few hours and I realized that it was actually leaning more towards the original. Because first of all, you can't beat the classics. You can't beat the original. I feel like that's that's a main thing. Like, you know, when they remake movies and stuff, sometimes it's like most of the time it's like you can't beat the original. You just can't. Um, and I think in this situation, the 2019 version is just the salty SJWs coming back at us saying that it's wrong to request a girl to stay with you longer. I don't know. <laughs> the so- It's just like I listened to the song, speak- talking about the original, I listened to the song and I don't think anything like super bad of it. Like it's not like, you know, it's like Hitler wrote this song like, oh, no. But I listen to this new song and I'm like, like, just leave it alone. Like, if you want to talk about it, like, write a different song. I don't know. Just, like, stop rubbing it in people's faces. It's not, and and I can go, you know, on and on about this whole social justice thing and how it's getting so old and it's just a waste of time, so to say. And when I say stuff like this, there's some people that are listening and they're like, holy crap, like this guy is, you know, this guy's crazy. He's against, <laughs> he's against women's suffrage. No, um, actually, so I saw a video. This guy was going around doing interviews. He was basically going up to girls and asking them, um, you know, do you support ending women's suffrage? And just in case you're not aware... Women's suffrage is the right of women to vote. That's what women's suffrage is. But he was going around asking girls like, oh, do you um, support ending women's suffrage? And they were thinking that it was this, like the suffering of women, like women's suffering today. Like, do we support ending it? And they were like, yeah, yeah, of course we do. So he was just going around every single girl he asked, do you support ending women's suffrage? They were like, yeah, of course, women shouldn't be suffering. And I was just losing it. But... <laughs> I don't know. I don't even remember what I was talking about. Something about the song. But anyway, um, moral of the story, the new song is cringy, and John Legend should not write Christmas songs. I haven't listened to the other albums, though, or the other songs in his album. So maybe there are some good ones on there. Um, I'm actually going to look right now and see if uh, I, that might be the only remake. I hope it's the only remake that he did. It looks like, um, let's see, Silver Bells, Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas. No place like home. Christmas baby. Christmas time is here. Um, the Christmas song. So it looks like there's a few songs on there. I don't know if they're just covers or if he completely remade all these songs. I'm going to find out. That's going to be my homework for our next Christmas episode. Um, so you know, stay tuned. Cross your fingers. Hopefully, the rest of the music isn't as bad as this one. But most importantly, Christmas time is my favorite time, my favorite season. Every time, you know, thanks the day after Thanksgiving, I'm just like, all right, sweet, Black Friday. But most importantly, it's Christmas time. Everyone's putting their lights up. They're listening to Christmas songs. 
and it's like it's almost like i know that most people agree with this and there's some people that don't but those christmas songs just don't go out of style and sometimes i do think that you know like john legend maybe we should be um trying to write new christmas songs um even though he failed miserably (laughs) i'm just kidding but maybe we should start writing new christmas songs i know that you know justin bieber wrote one ariana grande wrote one but like just some real like real christmas songs that not necessarily have to replace the old ones but we can listen to them as well because the old ones are classic they're timeless but let's get some new stuff going some real real down-to-earth christmas songs uh but anyway i love christmas time it's just great i since i live in florida too i love that it gets colder because you know nine months out of the year we're dealing with 80 90 degree weather so December through, you know, it's through into February. It's a little chilly. It can get down to the 40s at night, um, sometimes even the 30s if we're feeling really risky. But it's just a great time overall. And uh, I like to go travel up north and see the snow. It's always a great time. Um, but go find this post on Instagram. Go find the little 60-second video. Let me know what your favorite season is and you know if it's christmas or if it's or i guess winter i don't know if it's winter time or if it's any other season and um also tell me what you want for christmas you know tell santa claus what you want for christmas i'm santa claus all right tell me what you want for christmas leave a comment in the video and i'll be sure to see you next time take care